0: Hi guys, and welcome to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia.
1: And I'm Ryan.
0: And we just want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. If you are new here, we would just like to welcome you and let you know that you're not here by chance. And if you have been following our podcast for a while, then welcome back. I feel like each week we try to build upon the next, and we have so many topics that we want to talk about that marriages struggle with today. And if we haven't talked about a topic that you would like to hear about, you can let us know by emailing us at info at makingbeautywiththeashes.com or you can connect with us on our website at makingbeautywiththeashes.com. So today, what we're going to talk about is what do you do when healing from the thing that hurts you feels like it hurts more than the thing that actually hurt you. And I know, I know that kind of sounds like a big mouthful, kind of jumbled up. But what I'm trying to say is, for instance, in our situation, it felt like, of course, the infidelity hurt. But it seemed like the healing process of healing from the infidelity hurt more and took longer. You know what I'm see what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing is, is the details come to the surface. So, you know, whether, whether right or wrong, you know, a lot of things are said and a lot of feelings and emotions come out of, of that, you know, even on both parties of what led up to this or why I felt this way or the other person felt this way. So it, it almost like it opens up a whole new realm of questions and, well, a lot of it's just things are brought out in the open at that point. You know, it's like all or nothing. And and then you've got not only the fact of the hurt from the infidelity or whatever was, you know, caused the pain. But now you have all the emotions and the truth of, you know, why did this happen? And that could be, you know, it could be for, for each individual or each each instance that could be, you know, something totally different. You know, every it's gonna be different with every every instance, you know, from couple to couple. But it still don't make it easy when you're having to deal with that initial shock plus deal with all the details and Mm -hmm. the reasoning of it. It just just adds more to the mix. So
0: I know. I feel like, you know, as I was trying to come up with like what to talk about this week. Um, I I had this example kind of pop in my mind, and I'm a very visual person. So, <laughs> as you can tell, if you followed with our podcast, I I tend to give a lot of visualizations because it helps me understand what somebody's talking about.
1: You kind of like your um, like when you read books. Yeah, you like that too, because I know all your books are like have pictures. <laughs> Pictures in them, kind of like when we was in elementary school. You still read a lot of books wow. like that.
0: <laughs> I do. I love picture <laughs> <pretty> books. <kid. laughs> I do. But so I just wanted to give you guys an example. So, say you're building this tall tower of Legos, and you're building and building, and it's almost as tall as you are. Then. Someone opens the door, the dog comes running in and slams right into your tower, bursting loose all the blocks as they fly in a thousand different directions. Some of them stay stuck together, but like 90% of them scatter. So now you're staring at the fact, do I want to rebuild this thing that took me forever to build? Or do I just go grab the broom and throw them, you know, throw them all away? It's so tempting. (laughs) So, but as I was thinking about that, I was like, this is kind of what it looks like when trouble or for instance, like infidelity comes to your house. It meets you at the door and challenges, it challenges you in ways you never could have imagined. And then you're faced with the fact, do I pick up all of the pieces? Or do I grab the broom and throw it all away?
1: Well, first off, when I look at this and hear the story you're telling, I would say you need to get rid of whatever caused the infidelity. Do you agree with me? Do you? Do you agree with me? I mean, I'm thinking you need to get rid of the the cause of what the infidelity. Get rid of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So going back
1: to your Lego story, Mm -hmm. I don't even think. Starting over or cleaning up is an option. I think you just need to get rid of the dog.
0: Oh, <laughs> you right. I don't, it I mean, depends that's, on that's, the dog.
1: Would, I, I was thinking there was a, a, a part C to that.
0: Oh my God. The dog
1: was an option to choose, which and I thought that was the best one. Just get rid of the dog and then you.
0: The legos would have never
1: been knocked over. I don't know. And you would have had to even choose between that or clean it up. I bet
0: there's a lot of dog lovers on here, and I don't know if they would agree. (laughs) I like dogs. Yeah. I know. I think for me, um, when, oh my gosh, I'm trying to go forward. I keep thinking of you throwing out the dog. But I think for me, when I was staring at all of the broken pieces of our marriage scattered everywhere, It was so tempting to go grab the broom, but God had a different plan for us. And even though he never forces his plans on us, it's always a choice. And the choice is us choosing his plan. I knew his plan would be better than my own, although I didn't know how it would. I gave God my mustard seed and just trusted that he would do something with it.
1: Yeah, gosh, we can't. Uh, there's so many times when God takes things in a different direction, and we're just like ourself wants to be, just like whoa, you know, grab the reins and be like whoa, this this isn't this isn't right. But we don't know what God has planned in the end. There's so many instances. I mean, if one when He sent His Son to the cross to die for our sins. You know, who would have ever understood that? You know, in that day and age, back in yeah. biblical days, like, what, you know, why in the world God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac? Yeah. You know, it was, it would have been like the craziest thing spoken if, if Abraham would have, you know, went and told everybody what God had told him to do. But God had a bigger plan, you know, in the end that I, not Isaac or Abraham knew. So, you know, it's just trusting God. You know, and and knowing that we don't see the picture, the end picture, we can't. It'd be awesome if we could. Right. We would, uh, we'd sleep better at night and have better faith. And if we could see the end result that God sees, I mean, he sees everything we're going through right now. He sees the end result. And we don't. And that's, that's where faith comes in. But it's hard to do sometimes. Hard to do for all of us and even myself.
0: Yeah, I know. I think sometimes when God offers you something, or like at first, you're like, I don't know that what you're offering me is going to be better. Because usually, how it starts is he gives you just a little glimpse, or sometimes he doesn't even give you the glimpse. He just says, Trust me. And so you're facing the choice do i trust you that you're good even though the situation is not good right now do i trust that you are still good when things look opposite and that can be hard that mm-hmm. can be really hard because like i think it's just normal human nature to want to you know know what the offer is and then we'll put trust in it we want to do that versus I'll just trust that you're good and I'll trust that you have my best interest at heart and I'll move forward, even if it's blindly, you know? And I think for me, when I gave God my mustard seed at that point, you know, hand in hand with Brian and with God, we all got down on our knees. And like all three of us, because God was right there with us, we all got down on the floor and we began to rebuild our tower of blocks. And I'm not saying that there wasn't times where we would step on a block and cry out in pain. And I I know all of you parents who have Legos know what I'm talking about. When you step on a Lego, that can challenge your salvation. It's (laughs)
1: It's <laughs> it's terrible! I hate those little Lego heads.
0: They're so terrible. And then <laughs> I'm just remembering our oldest. He loved Legos, and so I felt like we went through seasons where we stepped on so many of those things.
1: Sometimes building your Legos can cut, turn into almost like a game of Jenga, though.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I know that there were times where we would start to start our building only to have anger come in or hurt. And what we had started to build, we would knock it back down again. And I just want to say that God is in the process of rebuilding with you. Recovering from infidelity has pain. But if you're going to heal, you're going to have to endure the pain. Because pain with recovery has purpose. And if any of you guys have ever had surgery, um, you can probably relate to this that sometimes the recovery portion can be worse than the actual surgery itself. You know, and of course, because you were asleep during it. (laughs) But I just want to encourage you I know this doesn't sound encouraging, what I'm about to say, but there is encouragement in it because. Recovery hurts. Counseling hurts. Therapy hurts. Confronting old issues and getting to the roots hurts. But recovery is painful, but there is purpose in the pain.
1: So yeah, there's several different things. that could be, you know, use an example from the healing, you know, the hurts worse with the healing because. I mean, say you break your arm or leg, and then, you know, you've heard of stories where the doctor has to reset it or even re-break it again to make it heal right. And that has to be done. There's just no option. So, obviously, it causes more pain, but it's done in a way that the healing is done correctly, and things are mended back the way they're designed and even designed by God. And sometimes going through that extra pain is what it takes to get 100% full healing and the healing in the correct manner.
0: Yeah, and I like the part where you even mentioned, you know, because sometimes in the healing process, you know, well, I know so many times for me, I would try to rush myself to be okay. And I felt like it was what everyone kind of expected of me, even sometimes having, you know, family make comments about the length of time it was taking, which can be very damaging to someone because it makes you look inside like, what's wrong with me? Why am I still struggling? And if this is you, I just want to give you permission right now to not rush your healing process because of other people's expectations of you, just relieve yourself and of them, of that non-obligation. Because sometimes healing and recovery can take a while, but that doesn't mean you're not getting better. And I think for me, that was a big hurdle because, you know, I would fall back into, you know, like an old pattern or a mindset and think, you know, nothing's changed. I'm still in the same place. And totally ignore the growth over here or over here. And, you know, everybody is on their own healing journey. And I feel like taking that pressure off of yourself to force yourself to be okay because someone else expects you to be okay by now. You know, there's no really, there's no book like, okay, after this infidelity, you should be healed in a year. Like, that's nowhere. (laughs) And I think if somebody had tried to tell me, like, within a year, you should be healed, I would have failed because I would have been trying to force it within that year time. And then if I crossed over, then I would have felt like there's something wrong with me. And, you know, I, I feel like I just want to, if you're listening to this and you're like, that's me, I'm in this place of healing. And it's just, it feels like it's taking a long time. You know, I just want to give you permission to um, love yourself in this place and not put these unrealistic expectations on yourself. Because like we're talking about, like Brian was just talking about, you know, if you break your arm, they have a suggested amount of time that it might take to heal, but there's it's it's not it's not in stone like you know say you didn't do everything that the doctor had told you to do and so your arm set incorrectly and then it has to be rebroken in order to heal correctly well there's always these things and every single person is different and every situation is different and so i just want to encourage you to wherever you're at in your healing journey to just have grace for yourself and do not let someone speak into your process that really doesn't have any experience with it or because i find that a lot of people have um, opinions or what they think things should look like or the length of time they think it should take but It's just an opinion. There's no experience behind that. There's no, there's really nothing behind it except for what they want for you. And really, I think that's all it is. People just want the best for you. You know, they want you to stop hurting, they want you to be healed. And in that process of getting there, I think sometimes people can put expectations on you that make you feel like, okay, I've got to be okay. I've got to get that place where I'm okay. And it's mainly just for them. And while you're still, you know, like <laughs> trying to get there day by day by day. And so I just, I want to just encourage you guys to keep pressing forward, keep pushing into your healing and I know that the pain that you're feeling is part of the process of healing, but the anesthesia to that pain is found in Jesus and the hope that we have in Him that we will see all things work together for our good.
1: Yeah, that's really good. And I have to admit, I've been guilty of even with you saying, you know, that you should be further along. I mean, I'll admit to that because we all, we, we, it's human nature to want to get a quick fix and for things to be, you know, over and like they used to be. But, you know, it's just, it only takes time. Yeah, It really does. Even with, um, you know, you have a a, a deep wound or a deep cut, you know, at first it might be bleeding bad. And you're, the only thing, I mean, it might be to the point where they had to put a tourniquet on your arm or something to stop the blood. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's got to be clean, got to be sometimes stitched together to help close that wound up to start the healing. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point where it's closed up, but there's still a scar. And then, then there's even points, you know, where you're buying ointment to put on the scar to try to get rid of it. So, you know, even with marriage and just hurts, you know, it don't have to be marriage. It could be a childhood hurt, how you were yeah. treated as yeah. a kid when, you know, your parents treated your, you know, abuse when you were younger, mental or physical, um, it just takes time, you know, and you yeah. got to give people time to get through that. And, then, you know, even when they're healed and the scar's still there, sometimes they need ointment, you know, mm-hmm. to yeah. try to get rid of that scar so that scar don't remind them. A lot of times the scar reminds you of what the wound was in the beginning. So you just got to give grace to people. Mm-hmm and love on them, you know, through those times and to help them get, get through it.
0: Yeah. And I think for the large majority of people, I think that when you see someone hurting, like our human nature is, we just want to see them better. We want to see them happy again. And I just think that sometimes it doesn't come out in the best way. You know what I mean? But I think the intention of the person is good. They're like, I just want to see you happy again. I just want to see you whole again. And you're sitting there nodding like I do too. (laughs) But um, so if you're in a painful place right now, I want to encourage you that this won't last forever. You will heal. Tomorrow is coming. And if you will endure this night, joy comes in the morning. So, we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please follow, rate, and review. Until next time,
1: we bless, we bless you.
0: you.